vegetarian sayings of Jesus, Ja'aladin Rumi, Rabia of Basra, and Bawa Muhayyadin. In Islamic Sufi sources, today on Spiritual Awakening Radio, my name is James Bean. The following is from the book Disciples by Keith Akers, one of the best books ever written on early Christianity, the Jesus movement, also known as the Ebionites, with great introductions and background provided about the John the Baptist movement, as well as the Mandaean Gnostics of Iraq and Iran. An amazing book. This is from a chapter of the book Disciples by Keith Akers called Into the East and a section The Impact of the Ebionites on Islam. Keith Akers, the strongest evidence for a continuing influence of Ebionite Christianity is in Islam. It is likely that Islam absorbed any remaining influence of Ebionitism in the 7th century as there is clear evidence of Ebionite views in Islam. And then he cites his other book, The Lost Religion of Jesus, pages 203 through 215. The evidence, as with most of the other groups we have described, is all circumstantial. As far as we know, no Islamic writers explicitly discuss the Ebionites at all. The Muslim scholar Al-Nadim wrote in 988 about a sect which was probably Elkasite, a branch of the John the Baptist group. See chapter 24 of the book Disciples. Islamic views about Jesus are strongly reminiscent of the Ebionite Jesus, sharply divergent from Orthodox Christian views and even divergent from Orthodox Islam. This Islamic Jesus comes closest to expressing the point of view of the Sufis, a mystical branch of Islam, who often said that they wanted to go beyond what was merely expected of all Muslims in their love of God. In this going beyond, they were able to reintroduce Ebionite ideas as hyper-Orthodox Islam. How do we know what Muslims thought about Jesus? For anyone who isn't fluent in Arabic, there is a problem. Very few of the classics of Islam have been translated into English. From time to time, various English collections of Islamic sayings about Jesus have come out. In 2001, a much more complete book of 303 sayings and stories was published by Tarif Kaladi, entitled The Muslim Jesus. I will refer to the sayings in this collection by the number system of the book. And then Keith Akers has several sections where he quotes or paraphrases some of these sayings of Jesus on different topics voluntary poverty, vegetarianism and a simple diet, this world given to the devil, pacifism, respect for animals, Adam, as in Adam and Eve, and rejection of alcohol. This is from section one, voluntary poverty. Jesus disdains the world and the things of the world. Jesus says that wealth is a sickness Making your home in this world is like building a house on the open sea, and that seeking worldly things is like drinking seawater. Twice Jesus advises, quote, The world is a bridge. Cross this bridge, but do not 
build upon it, unquote, saying 99 and saying 220. In the Islamic Jesus, as in Jewish Christianity, Jesus adopts an ideal of voluntary poverty, which is taken much further than it is in either Orthodox Christianity or Orthodox Islam. Now, I want to focus on that saying about uh, the world is a bridge and dig a little deeper there. Marvin Meyer, in his book, The Unknown Sayings of Jesus, includes saying 200, a translation of part of this saying from the Islamic world, a saying attributed to Jesus. The world is a bridge. Pass over it, but do not build your dwelling there. This saying appears on an inscription on a mosque at Fadapur Sikri in India, a beautiful city and an amazing structure, amazing architecture, this mosque, this beautiful wonder of the world, Fadapur Sikri. But the full inscription reads as follows. This is a translation of the entire saying of Jesus that is inscribed on this mosque. Jesus, son of Mary, on whom be peace, said, the world is a bridge. Pass over it, but build no houses on it. He who hopes for an hour may hope for eternity. The world endures but for an hour. Spend it in prayer, for the rest is unseen. Unquote. That's the whole saying inscribed on this mosque. This saying does have a kind of parallel in another source, the Gospel of Thomas, saying 42, echoes this saying, Come into being as you pass away. The scholar William R. Schodel translates it as, Jesus said, Come into being as you pass away. Robert M. Grant and David Noel Friedman write, Presumably the saying has much the same meaning as St. Paul's words in 2 Corinthians 4.16, if our outer man or being is perishing, our inner man is renewed day by day. And that's a quote from The Secret Sayings of Jesus, page 155. In other words, I die daily, die to live, find eternity in this present moment as you do your spiritual practice, your meditation practice. Back to Keith Akers. The book Disciples, where he is paraphrasing or even quoting sometimes sayings of Jesus found in this amazing book called The Muslim Jesus. Vegetarianism and a Simple Diet. Sayings from the Islamic Jesus emphasize the simplicity of Jesus' diet and its basis not just in vegetarian food, but the barest and simplest sort of food. Jesus' food is the plants of the field and the produce of the earth, saying 135 and saying 189. He advises us to eat wheat bread and pure water, saying 42. To eat barley with joy, saying 136. To combine the eating of barley with fasting, saying 146. Jesus explicitly condemns meat-eating when he says, Flesh eating flesh? How offensive an act! That's saying 176. 
And then he quotes the Gospel of Thomas. Wretched is the body that is dependent on the body. I want to drill a bit deeper here and turn to my copy of the book, The Muslim Jesus, Sayings and Stories in Islamic Literature by Tarif Kaladi. I have a copy of the book that Keith Akers is citing here. It says in saying 176, Christ said, flesh eating flesh, how offensive an act. Commentary by the translator, Tarif Kaladi. This is an unusual saying, seemingly enjoining abstention from eating meat. There is an echo here, perhaps, of the gospel according to Thomas, saying 87, wretched is the body that is dependent on a body. This saying also seems to have been familiar in Syriac literature, and then Kaladi quotes the famous translator of ancient texts, E.A. Wallace Budge. So this is the most direct anti-meat-eating saying of Jesus from this collection of sayings of Jesus from the Islamic world. Jesus said, flesh eating flesh, how offensive an act. Here's saying 42 from that same book. Jesus used to say, truly, I say to you, to eat wheat bread, to drink pure water. Saying 146, if you want to fast as Jesus did, he would fast all the time and lived on nothing but barley. And then, of course, once again, saying 176, Christ said, flesh eating flesh, how offensive an act. Some vegetarian sayings of Jesus from the Islamic world. Back to Keith Aker's book, Disciples, where he is paraphrasing various sayings of Jesus from this book, The Muslim Jesus. Respect for animals. Jesus had many nice things to say about animals. Jesus takes care of a gray donkey, commenting that nobility implies kindness to all creatures. He prays that a cow struggling to give birth to a calf will be delivered of the calf. Section 7, Rejection of Alcohol. Jesus also rejects wine as the key to every evil. Jesus speaks of bread and water as his mother and father, which is perhaps an Islamic recasting of the Eucharist or communion, saying 139. Jesus desires a bread and water meal, just like the Ebionite Eucharist or communion as well as omitting the wine, which is forbidden both to the Ebionites and to Muslims, of course. And Keith Akers summarizes at the end by saying, the Islamic Jesus is very similar to the Ebionite Jesus. Where did Islam get these ideas? Muhammad became a prophet in a warlike meat-eating society. It is likely that many of these ideas came neither from Muhammad himself nor from the culture around him, nor from Orthodox Christianity, nor from any attempt to manufacture a Jesus compatible with Islam. They most likely came from a pre-existing tradition about Jesus, in this case, the tradition of the Ebionites.
unquote. I find that to be very likely to be the case. I think Keith Akers is correct here that there are sayings of Jesus circulating in Mesopotamia. We see some parallels between Islamic sayings of Jesus and the Gospel of Thomas. And I tend to agree with Keith Akers that something of Ebionite Christianity was noticed by the Sufis, the mystics of Islam. The following is excerpted from a New Delhi Times article on the vegetarianism of Rumi, actually vegan. As you'll see from the passages they quote from Rumi, Rumi even shunned milk and milk products. Meet a vegan Jaaladeen Rumi. At the age of 12, Rumi, born in a Muslim meat-eating world, wrote this quatrain and became a vegetarian till he died. I have existence and I value it so much. So have all the beings on earth and they too try to preserve it. Then how can I kill even the tiniest creature just to satiate my palate? Rumi believed that all lives were sacred, saying even a seemingly lifeless stone has a degree of consciousness, respect it. Rumi was a staunch vegetarian and shunned even milk and milk products, making him actually vegan. Says Rumi, to me, even milk is forbidden, unquote. Rumi even refrained from sacrificing animals as part of Islamic ritual. Rumi says, look at all animals as you look at humans. This is of paramount importance. This creates sensitivity that further blossoms into universal empathy. The sanctity of every life is to be saved and preserved. Rumi writes that what we eat directly influences our thinking. If we consume an animal, its blood and gore will make us act like a slaughterer. Rumi says, we began as mineral. We emerged into plant life and into the animal state, then into being human. And always we have forgotten our former states, except in early spring when we slightly recall being green again. Some vegan verses of Rumi found in the book Rumi Selected Poems, published by Penguin UK and cited in this article, published in India in the New Delhi Times an article on the vegetarianism of Jaaladeen Rumi. When Rumi died, his body was interred and a shrine was erected over his place of burial. His epitaph reads, When we are dead, seek not our tomb in the earth, but find it in the hearts of men. There are Islamic sources that describe the early Sufi mystic Rabia of Basra as being vegan. The following is from Dr. Gabriel Cousins, his book, Conscious Eating. 
from a chapter on vegetarianism in Islam. Many of the Sufis, Islamic mystics, practice vegetarianism for spiritual reasons. The Sufi mystic Hazrat Rabia of Basra would often be surrounded by animals when she meditated in the woods. One day a disciple approached her in the woods and the animals ran away. He felt sad that the animals ran away from him and sought her advice on the issue. She asked him what he had eaten that day. When he revealed that he had eaten some animal fat, Rabia explained that the animals run away from those who eat their flesh. The Islamic mystic Bawa Muhayyadeen, considered by many an Islamic saint, was a vegetarian. He shares some specific teachings about vegetarianism that is universal for all. In his book, The Tasty Economical Cookbook, Volume 2, Bawa Muhayyadeen said, A true human being must have compassion toward all lives. There are so many ways to eat good, clean food without killing or tormenting other lives and without eating the flesh or bones of other lives. If a man eats meat, he will take on the qualities of the animals he eats. The quality of all these animals can be imbibed by eating their flesh. And once those qualities enter, the man's anger, his hastiness, and his animal qualities will increase. The animal's blood will intermingle with his blood. These animal qualities are what causes one man to murder another, to harm and torment another," said Bawa Muhayyadeen. In an unpublished discourse, Bawa Muhayyadeen gives both specific and universal answers to the question of the Islam and Sufi practice of vegetarianism. From a spiritual perspective, a deeper level of vegetarianism arises from the inside out rather than from the outside in. He clarifies vegetarianism as the result and natural consequence of the development of spiritual consciousness. Bawa Muhayyadeen when a man's mind attains a state of completeness and wisdom, and when he reaches a state where he will not hurt any life within himself in one's mind, then he will not harm anything on the outside either. Inside he will not intend any harm or pain to any other life, nor will he do anything harmful or eat any life on the outside. This is a state of wisdom clarity and the light of God. This is Sufism. Man is such a dangerous animal, and it is only when he changes his behavior that he becomes a good man, a true human being. When he changes into a good man, he will no longer have within himself the thoughts of killing or gaining victory over another life. He will not have within himself the qualities of distressing other lives, of wanting to harass or ruin other lives. If he does not kill anything on the inside, then he will not kill anything on the outside. Once a person has the wisdom, the potentialities, and the qualities of a true human being, once he attains that liberation, he will have reached the exalted state of God. 
the darkness in him will have been dispelled, and he will love his neighbor as he loves himself. Once he attains the quality of loving every other life as he loves his own, he will never kill another life, nor will he ever cause pain to another life. Because he feels that the other life is also his own flesh, he will never eat flesh. He will not eat another human being within his heart, nor will he eat an animal. Bawa Muhayyadeen, the great Sufi mystic of Philadelphia, of Pennsylvania, USA, the guru of Coleman Barks, who translated all of those wonderful books of Rumi poetry. The spiritual master of Coleman Barks, Bawa Muhayyadeen, quoted here by Dr. Gabriel Cousins in his book, Conscious Eating, from a chapter on vegetarianism in Islam. Today on Spiritual Awakening Radio, vegetarian sayings of Jesus from Islam and other saints of Islam as well. Vegetarian sayings of Jesus, Ja'aladin Rumi, Rabia of Basra, and Bawa Muhayyadeen in Sufi and Islamic sources. My name is James Bean. Thanks for joining me today for Spiritual Awakening Radio. Thank you.